The Give It A Go Show. Welcome to the Give It A Go Show, where we give things a go and talk about it. I'm Rivet. And I'm Prince. It's been a while. Yeah. I was made an unfortunate victim of the UK rental crisis, so... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes it's been a while and but, i was um, made uh yeah. the unfortunate victim of Rivet's bra- break in routine and forgetting to upload episodes which is not at all as bad as it was for river <laughs> <laughs> now nah, well now i'm living with my in-laws which is a new thing to try um <laughs> oh yeah yeah is, is it's that, not my thing no. i was gonna say is that what you no, brought? no 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 no, that's not what I brought. No, I'm living in a lovely little cabin with my high-energy dog and my uh, husband, of course. And your high-energy um, <laughs> husband. My high-energy. Nah, he's pretty low-energy, so that's not too bad. It took us so long to get episode 8 up because of Podbean being a... Bean. Rude gentleman. A rude um, gentleman, yes. The Podbean, <laughs> yes. the person. Mr. Podbean himself. Yes, Mr. Podbean. Yes. He's very we, disrespectful. We, <laughs> we wrestled with Mr. Podbean for yes. the rights to keep uploading our own podcast. So I've actually talked to you about me doing this and i've done it multiple times since but i thought it might be quite cool to talk about because a lot of people might be in a similar boat i know that sounds like it's going to be really heavy but it's not Um, (laughs) have you ever tried losing your home yeah (laughs) it's a great time i've done it twice now um (laughs) yay for the record we were asked to leave because the house was sold i wasn't evicted we weren't naughty i did gluten-free cooking which Ah. i know i've spoken to you about but i want to talk about it a bit more because it was something new that i had tried in between episodes and i have a lot to say about it so my husband he has a well we think he has a wheat allergy as opposed to an intolerance so yes which he seemed to develop out of nowhere right yeah we're still trying to get a proper test from doctors but um at the moment we are just playing it safe and not letting him eat wheat so one thing that we both really love to eat is katsu curry both big fans of japanese food i don't actually know how authentic katsu curry is to japan but <laughs> we like it it's a good curry but he really missed it and everywhere that we looked would only do it with gluten or wheat in it so he'd been missing it he looked at me very longingly when i would eat a katsu curry oh no it was very sad very tragic and so i thought well you know what i will not have this as in i'm not having this happen not i'm not gonna not eat katsu curry because i'm gonna eat katsu curry because i love katsu curry oh my um, god <laughs> <laughs> listen as somebody who has a girlfriend who is diabetic and i i love ah. carbonate drinks i've gone through the same thing (laughs) in regards to fucking i'm gonna do it (laughs) i'm gonna do it i'm gonna feel bad about it but i'm gonna do it yeah (laughs) when i'm cooking we'll have the same meal as most people tend to do it's a bit awkward you know when you've got to just like find a different sauce or whatever because i know he really specifically wanted katsu curry so i went online and i found a recipe from a website called i think it was gluten-free blogger for well katsu curry I thought, because we're both big fans of donbori. Yeah, so we wanted to make a katsu chicken donbori, which is essentially rice, protein, and vegetables. And sometimes an egg. We often do an egg because egg good. Anyway, egg good. So... <laughs> we do egg because egg we like good. Egg good. Good egg. Anyway, <laughs> so... right. I'm sorry, I just woke up truth. from a nap. I've woken up speaking truth. <laughs> I think you could have said that you've been awake for 10 hours and I would still not think it was Just weird that you said me. egg good yeah that's true so we found this recipe i will try and post a link to it on twitter for those who would like to make it it was delightful i made it correctly the first time which was a rare event <laughs> it was it was great so it was quite easy to make just took a very long time because i'm very slow i think i don't think it would take that long if <laughs> it probably took me about half an hour to 45 minutes but that's purely because i'm extremely slow when it comes to prepping veg i'm getting quicker but i anyway. mean it's not like a restaurant <laughs> where things are prepped in advance like no no you have to exactly. do everything from scratch and so it's good that still sounds like not a very long time just 30 to 45 minutes just normal meal making time if you're making something proper so it's a long time for me <laughs> <laughs> well it's not a long time for cooking in general but sure no it's it's not I, yeah. I, and i don't even i haven't cooked in a long time but it, it still sounds right to me it was really good it was a very good recipe so we used just like a gluten-free plain flour instead of regular flour that was the only change that we really made and we use gluten-free soya sauce as opposed to soya 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 sorry i always say it like that <laughs> soya soya sauce no soy sauce soy. sorry <laughs> Some I always say soya or soy, soyo. Soyo That's the sauce. Swedish word, soya. 
Oh, well, yeah, most it's just written as soy sauce, but I always say soya sauce. Okay, <laughs> so you're, better, you're okay? getting a, you're going Scandinavian when you have soy sauce. <laughs> I would love to say that that's the influence. <laughs> I would love to say that that's the influence of my Scandinavian friends, but it's not. It's the way I've always said it. Um, <laughs> <Soya> <laughs> and sauce. it's wrong. And I know it's wrong, but I still say it. But no one's ever corrected me. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Well, you're. I'm. I'm glad that it, among the many things I've corrected you on, it's yeah. I just added it to the pile. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's basic English. He corrects me on. I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have to say, yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> My English is another topic altogether. Maybe I should give English a go one day. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, you sh- maybe you should try it just once. Yeah, I'll just give it a go. Also, <laughs> apologies. I've been told I have a very dirty laugh and I can hear it now. A dirty I- laugh? Who told you that? My husband, my father. <laughs> um, <laughs> you do have a laugh that can yeah, that can sound that. a little, you know, cheeky, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, a little um, gremlin-like. <laughs> I mean, that's obviously forced, but yeah. I've also oh, yeah. been told I sound like my parents' dog when she's really excited. She goes like... <laughs> and uh, <laughs> when well, I laugh, I'm like... <laughs> you have a variety of laughs, I think. I do. I consider that one of my talents. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of like a portfolio of different laughs. I think that's beautiful. I'm very proud of it. You can put that on your resume. I will. If you want me to sound like a dog... Then... <laughs> oh no, I just did it again. <laughs> I don't mean to, I promise. Oh my goodness. Anyway, back to curry. <laughs> back to the curry. So I can't make sushi rice very well. Well, I make it. I don't make it from scratch. <laughs> <laughs> when I go out in my rice fields. Um... When I go out and harvest rice from the fields. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> I decided no. to bring to the podcast that I was making gluten-free curry instead of the fact that I've grown an entire rice patty in my backyard in my in-laws backyard yes yes and i have harvested the rice um Mm, decadence no i (laughs) i can't cook sushi rice apparently i've tried i've made this recipe so the katsu curry dombori about four times now i think a rice cooker no my Uh. husband doesn't like rice cookers i don't know why i would like a rice cooker but i guess at the moment not a good idea since we're sharing the kitchen with my poor in-laws who have to sit there and watch me make eggs every day but egg good i say that like i force them to sit there and Uh, You have to watch me. (laughs) It's time for the egg frying. (laughs) Come into the kitchen now. (laughs) I will open the gallery. (laughs) I'm not very good at cooking sushi rice yet. It usually becomes, it's either undercooked or it's a wet sludgy mess. Last time, I'm going to get crucified for this because it's absolute sacrilege. I used long grain rice because I couldn't be bothered to prep the sushi rice. (laughs) And and I didn't even make that right. It was a sludgy mess again. I thought I you said that the first time it turned out well. No, the curry turned out well. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> the rice did not. I see. So last time we had it, my husband wanted to give it a go instead. And obviously he's, as I said many times before, he used to be a chef. I mean, he can cook it perfectly. He can cook that sushi rice really well. And he did the curry a bit better than me. I think he seasoned it a bit more. So it was just, oh, it was just right. Yeah, I still need to learn to season my rice as well. I mean, but, you don't have to tell yeah. me. We get bag of rice that we microwave. <laughs> You know what? Sometimes it's easier. I don't do it out of pride. But but (laughs) even though I can't cook regular rice, apparently, would I do it again? I've done it four times. It's great. But yeah, it's just this kind of also say, I know there's probably a lot of people with gluten allergies and intolerances and things, but there's actually a surprising amount of recipes about because I now know from experience that when you go out and about, well, this is obviously more in the UK. If you're in the US or something, there's probably a little bit more about, but there's very little wheat gluten-free food Mm. and it's a nightmare so surprisingly easy to make this sauce i made a big batch of it and we had it over a couple of days so it's quite economic in that sense well i mean i guess it depends how much you have in the one sitting because i had quite a lot um (laughs) (laughs) that's one of the actual good things about the internet right like imagine if you'd had to go to the library and check out a book on gluten-free recipes how many would you have had in there and how good would they have been that's the thing it's so limited to what's available 
and right now it feels like everything is available if you know where to look. Oh yeah, 100%. It's great because I found loads of different recipes for things. How many have I tried? Not not many. But, <laughs> I mean, to be honest, when we, we, we've done like macaroni cheese and stuff as well, well, Toby has, I haven't. Well, I use his gluten-free pasta, which is quite easy to find these days and isn't a sloshy, disgusting mess like it used to be back in the day. So my father has a gluten intolerance, so he used to eat a lot of that stuff. And yes, it has changed for the better, I can confirm. With sauces and things, it tends to just be swapping out the gluten flour, I guess, for non-gluten flour. <laughs> so does it just taste the, the exact same? Yeah, yeah, it was the, exactly the same, the same kind of consistency I would expect. Wow. Yeah, I was very pleasantly surprised because I expected it to not be very good. But no, it was exactly the same in terms of consistency. It wasn't grainy or anything. It, it was really good, I have to say. So I tried making resin accessories. Yes, yes. Now, don't get too excited. We got it at the toy store. Fair enough, yeah. And let me just preface this by saying that since it came from the toy store, children can do it. Okay. And it's resin, so of course they have adult supervision and all, but just yeah. to reiterate, freaking children can do this. Oh no, I know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> I had another paper lotus flower experience, you could say. First of all, though, they tell you immediately that the first thing that you have to do is put on the plastic gloves. Yes, Because that you makes don't want to touch the resin with any part of your skin. No, not really. However, no, you also have to open a lot of little containers and plastic bags while wearing your plastic gloves. And so I was screwing open the lids of the mix that I was going to mix together, and I didn't really think about the fact that I'd have to open open up a bunch of other stuff like uh, mm -hmm. it came with some bags of glitter it came with some extra little things to ah. put in and so I just opened the, the bottles to yeah. mix the solution together I was very mm -hmm. careful about doing it exactly correct to yeah. what the instructions told me because if you don't mix it right it's not gonna set so I was no. very careful about that but then I with the plastic gloves I still got some resin on the gloves and so then I realized oh I've touched everything now with these resin covered gloves but yeah. I can't open these little plastic bags with stuff in them uh. because I'm wearing plastic gloves <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But I'd already <laughs> touched everything. I touched my stickers, I touched the bags oh, no. with the glitter in it, and I. <laughs> It was so difficult. I had to get nail clippers out to cut the plastic bags open. Where was your girlfriend? Um, elsewhere. <laughs> oh no. You had to ask one of the cats to do it. I, yeah, I was like, I need to do this myself. I, I need to do this. Come on, son Moses, pay your rent. It was already really <laughs> difficult to get one of the bottles open because yeah. it would not come off. Oh my goodness. So you got this little sort of uh, flat, um, tiny spoon, you could say, for right. mixing the solution. Well, like a spatula. Yes, yes, a spatula more than a spoon, but uh, a spatula. A spatula. Yep. <laughs> Made sure I did it right, and then I needed to pour it into the little cups, I guess, the little forms. Yeah. They were, they were very tiny. They were like teardrop oh. shaped for a necklace, but they were very small, yeah. and the tray was very small, and so I didn't know how quickly this liquid was going to come out because it's so thick. So I thought, it's not going to come exploding out. Well, oh. I was wrong. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, to be fair, I don't think that's fully on you if they're making a resin kit for children maybe don't make the i've forgotten what the word is the resin entry hole the entry hole <laughs> yes you know, make the, the entry hole easier for the children to access that does not sound good you're, <laughs> you're the one who said entry hole i forgot the word english is my native language I well, the, like the the opening of the bottle the opening yes it was very small actually <laughs> that's what i I'm saying is like it, okay like once we get past the entry hole I, that's, <laughs> that's what i'm saying wow <laughs> is this it should be more accessible if children are gonna pour it in because children aren't very haven't got the best hand-eye coordination yeah have I, but you listen know. i'm an artist i'd like to think that i've got good hand-eye coordination yeah but i was kind of like just trying to very carefully pour this and you know when you pour out of a bottle it kind of it's not optimal pouring it comes out on the side mm. you know it drips yeah but what you were supposed to do is pour a little bit and then put in your stickers and your glitter and then pour a little extra on top to close it mm. but you shouldn't pour so that it pops out of the form there should be a no. little bit of space at least a little bit of wiggle room well the first yes. pour easily encompassed the entire form so yeah. i tried to like 
spoon it out with the little spatula, but that just made oh. the resin appear all over the tray because it wouldn't go elsewhere. Oh, no. So everything oh. was sticky with resin. I was like, okay, well, there's more forms. There, there was two of them, so I just have to yeah. form into the other one. And uh, the same thing happened. This bottle had a life of its own. It did not want to pour the way I wanted to, which was slowly and carefully. But I was like, okay, what's the big problem? It's gonna work anyway, right? So I take off the stickers I want, which were little kitty stickers of various sorts, put them in there. I put some glitter in there. Very like, yeah. I, I don't know if I would wear an accessory like that, but I was like, okay, I'll, I'll work with what they gave me for the children. Yeah. <laughs> So I put all that in. I didn't know if I put it right side up. And then I put a little extra resin in there for good luck yeah. <laughs> to close it up. And oh God, I made such a mess. I'm glad I brought so much stuff to layer on top of my desk so I didn't get resin everywhere. But I yeah, was very I unsure if this was going to actually work out. My girlfriend came in and was like, why did you do it like this? And then she pour, <laughs> pulled out some forms that she has that oh. are bigger and cooler. And she was oh. like, let me have some of that. And she poured, she made her own shit <laughs> like, just like off the side. Oh my goodness. With ease, by the way. She's very crafty. I know, she is. Anything crafty, she just... Very good. She just does it. And I'm like, wow, how did you do that? And she's (laughs) just like, I don't know, I just did it. So (laughs) I had to watch her do it effortlessly after I struggled so much. And so so we saw that it needed to be out for like 48 hours or so to set. So we put it away where the cats can't reach it. Yes, of course. Important note. At this point, we were meant to record the next day so i was like shit they won't set in time but then we didn't Mm. however they still haven't set (laughs) oh my goodness when did you do this well the day before we were set to record before everything happened so many long time ago ago. so yeah uh my girlfriend (laughs) gave me an earful about you didn't mix it right it's very important that you mix it just right or it's never gonna set it's just gonna be spongy and it's not gonna be she's telling you off yeah, and I was like, well, I, I, I followed the instructions. I was very sure I got the right amount. I mixed it. She was like, did you mix it? Yes, I mixed it. I put the spatula in there and I did moved it around. It? She's like, well, you didn't do it right. Oh my I was like, clearly I didn't do it right. So I never really got to find out what they looked like. Because either the instructions were wrong or I didn't follow them exactly as exactly as I thought I had. So once again, I have my walk of shame to the microphone where I have to be like, I did this thing for children and I couldn't do it. Well, we're still going to need like a photo of it in its current state for for the yeah. social media. So I can't wait to see well, that. Well, okay. I haven't checked on it in a couple weeks, so maybe. Oh, okay. I mean, I, <laughs> to be fair, though, if it hadn't set by 48 hours after, you know. Yeah, we, we it, did check like not... over a week after the fact and they were still like <laughs> spongy. L'éponge. I don't remember if we got rid of them by now, but uh, oh, if goodness. we have them still, I'll take a picture. I was like, let's do something cool and and, and new that I've definitely never done before. And she was like, I'll check the toy store. And at first I was like, well, what could it be if it's a toy store? Like a board game or like a magician's kit? I didn't think they'd have resin stuff there. So I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I see people make some super cool stuff with resin, like D&D dice and things like that. But I've kind of wanted to try it as well, but now I'm afraid. (laughs) I will say, I, I will have to also attribute it to being probably a pretty cheap set. Yeah, yeah, that is also sometimes an issue. I will take full responsibility for perhaps not doing it exactly to a T, but I feel like with the way that I tried really hard to do that, I'm wondering if any of the children managed to do it. (laughs) So if I made a mistake, it feels like, oh man, this this seems really hard, but it probably shouldn't be. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Oh no, would you do it again? Uh, maybe <laughs> if I got like yeah. a grown-up kit and yeah, yeah, you had you know, some through there. some forms that I actually would enjoy using after. Yeah, like dice. I do like dice. Yeah, like well, I did this last time. I got told <laughs> off by my girlfriend. Uh, I felt like, like such a man, baby. I was like, oh, I made such a mess. Oh no, how do you do this? <laughs> I think for now, I'm going to take a pretty long break from resin in general because That's... I can't be responsible for things that can go wrong. That easily (laughs) (laughs) 
I guess that's the thing when you've got a substance that you really shouldn't be getting on your skin and stuff. When you're responsible for that much of it, yeah. Oh, most of my <laughs> time mean... was spent worrying about what I was touching. Oh no. Well, I guess maybe next time get a few extra pairs of gloves <laughs> Just and open of... everything beforehand. Yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. God. Oh. <laughs> So I've got a British classic. It's something I've never ever eaten before. I remember as a child, many a child, fellow child, <laughs> many a fellow child having one of these in their packed lunch. It's a baby bell. I don't know if you know what a baby bell is. I, I don't do know because they give them to us on airplanes. Ah, well, there you go. So baby bell. I've never had one before, but they've always fascinated me. I have this really, I've got this one here. It's just a baby bell, really. I'll eat them like a snack. Well, the problem. Okay, the reason I never ate a baby bell as a child was as a child I used to eat a lot of like grated cheese sandwiches and then one day I just got really sick of them and ever since then I haven't been able to like just say take a bite out of cheese kind of thing, you know? Yeah, I know that's not... e even with baby bells it's kind of difficult sometimes to just eat cheese. Some people yes. do have them with things but when we get them on the airplane it's like a snack. Yeah, on the airplane yeah. you don't really get many good things so you kind of eat them whole. <laughs> I know they're gonna be doing that. So my husband bought like a whole bag of them but Luckily, if I don't like them, my brother-in-law will eat them all. Man, I'd so. eat them. <laughs> I would give them to you, but... I mean, don't eat it in one entire bite like I do. Just take one little bite. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. I will open it to the microphones. Oh, oh the most fun of... part about Baby Bells is how you open it. If it's the same yes. kind as we have, well, it's fun. Yes, in like a little plastic wrapper. They had a commercial in Sweden where the Baby Bell used the red part as a little cape and it, it was a superhero. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> I'm going to open it to the mic because it's got that satisfying rapper sound for the um, those ASMR freaks out there. Oh, yes. I, when, when I say freaks, I don't mean that in a derogatory way. <laughs> yes, since you did try ASMR last time. I did. All right, I have it here and it's beautiful red casing. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. So, oh, this looks disgusting. <laughs> it's just cheese. Oh, <laughs> Are you okay. okay? I haven't eaten it yet. I could just smell it and I don't think I'm gonna like it. Listen, cheese never smells good, okay? That's why they always say that the ones that are smelly taste good, okay? You don't, you're not supposed to smell the cheese. I'm having the full experience. That's why they're calling it who cut the cheese, okay? Because it's gross. Oh my god, I don't know why I'm having such a visceral reaction to cheese. Just, just put it in your mouth. You're not supposed to smell it. <laughs> Okay, I'm just gonna, I, I need to have a spiritual moment. I'm shutting okay. up all of my senses. I have such a problem. I want to say raw cheese, but it's Raw not. cheese? <laughs> okay. It's okay. just cheese. It's not going to hurt you. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <It's laughs> well, there you go. Why would you smell the cheese? No cheese smells good. That's all right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't eat it again, but yeah, I mean, it's it, that's that's baby bells in a nutshell. They're all right. You don't go out of your way to get them, but if no. presented to you, they're edible. Yeah, I don't think I'll finish it, but <laughs> it was all right. I, okay, yeah, it wasn't nearly as bad as it. I don't know why I thought that. Yeah, I eat cheese all the time, just not like that. Yeah, that that's fair. <laughs> At first, I couldn't get over the fact that I was just eating straight cheese yeah. with nothing. Like, I I have cheese on that's things. That's my problem. Even yes, brie, I exactly which I same. love so much. I, I can't just put it in my mouth. I need to have it on a cracker or something. So, yeah. it's an acquired taste. You have to get used to the baby bell before oh, it becomes yeah. a snack. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I can eat too much of it just like because it's just straight up cheese. Oh, yeah, you shouldn't. I I... <laughs> no, I, I don't think I'm going to finish it, but I can now say I have tried a baby bell. Yes. Yes. I'm a proud Brit today. I think everybody should try a baby bell. If you like, unless you're lactose intolerant. No, you should still do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not professional advice. Listen, you think you think we are the people standing in the way from lactose intolerant people? Because most lactose intolerant people I know still drink milk. Yeah, be to be fair, my dad's lactose and gluten intolerant, and he still eats both. He had like a massive piece of my chocolate birthday cake yesterday. Well, there you go. They're they're he their own care. worst enemies, and we we can't stand really in the is. way. He really is. So anyway, yeah, what I brought is something that's well, it's been in the refrigerator now for the entire time, and hopefully it's fine because it's a. <laughs> It's a canned drink. Yep. 
So yeah. I got from the Asian market the Ocean Bomb Bubble Milk <gasps> Tea. I love Ocean Bomb. I, do, do, do they have the uh, Pokemon ones? I have no idea because I wasn't <gasps> the one who went. <laughs> oh, they do Pokemon ones in the oh, wow. Asian market here with like the um, little Pokemon. This on one them. has a shrine <laughs> on it with paper lanterns oh, on it and a picture of a boba cup. Oh. With bubbles in it. I don't know if this drink has the actual pearls in it. Mm. And I've never had milk tea, but my mind was like, milk, how long does it keep? But it's, again, <laughs> a canned beverage, so it's fine. Have Most... you ever had like boba tea? I've had boba tea, but it's been like yeah. lemonade kind of boba tea, so mm. not exactly tea. More yeah, like yeah. boba lemonade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I've yeah. had it in the cup with the pearls and all. Okay, I'm going to open it. Okay. Ooh. Oh, it has a very beige look to it. That makes sense. Oh, oh, it tastes like cake. Why does it taste like cake? Ooh, what is that taste? Ooh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh. Okay, so it, mm, <laughs> it tastes like I had a cup of milk and mm -hmm. then poured some sugar in it and just drank that. But mm, trying to picture how that might taste. Yeah, it Ooh. is milky yeah. and sweet and that's about it. I can't tell if there are bubbles in here. That'd be kind of weird, probably, from if you drink it through a can and there's pearls coming out. Yeah, maybe it's Ugh. bubbles is in carbonated. Ugh. I don't know. Well, I don't probably think not. it's a good uh, thing that every time I take a sip, oh, no. I get the shakes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's probably not very... <laughs> Listen, I love milk, but this feels like kind of shitty milk. <laughs> <laughs> No. It feels like tampered with milk. Oh, that's even worse. Where oh. you put it in the milk in a cauldron and then you put some mystery ingredients in there. That's worse <laughs> than the sugar. thing I said first. Oh my goodness. I oh. Yeah, I don't think I'll be... Uh, hopefully my girlfriend likes this because otherwise we'll be wasting a whole can of stuff. <laughs> it wasn't disgusting. It was more like it tastes like it shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> It shouldn't, like, it shouldn't taste like that or it just shouldn't exist. I don't... No, more like I'd rather have straight milk. Yeah, It yeah, just feels yeah. a little weird. It's just enough of that milky so taste, but yeah. enough of the other stuff in it, like the sweet and the other whatever. Is, is it carbonated, did you say? It's not carbonated. Uh, okay. It's just canned. Right. So, that would yeah, make it worse or disguise the... It's kind of a very weird feeling. When I first drank it, I couldn't tell what the taste was, but then I was like, okay, well, that's definitely milk, but there's... <laughs> I, I prefer my milk without the added everything. <laughs> I mean, obviously this is milk tea, so it's not supposed to be just yes, straight milk. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's probably got tea in it as well. So yeah, it yeah. Tastes a bit like that. So that's probably <laughs> part of the sugary sensation. Okay, bubble milk tea, brown sugar. It says right. Okay, so there's. Oh, I didn't like it. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. I'd give mine a. Like, it was an okay. Yeah, it was alright. It wasn't as horrendous as I expected, but it wasn't. I'd say again. mine was just below the level of okay fair enough like, <laughs> dislike <laughs> like, dislike oh, all right what new lovely media did you try for this one i have so much to say about this um <laughs> <laughs> okay i watched a film this was suggested by my husband because he thought it would be funny and god we were in for the night of our lives oh we <laughs> We watched the 1980 film Superman. However, this was the Bollywood version. Uh, oh, oh. This, oh, it was wild. <laughs> Go on. Okay, so obviously it's very old. I think it was quite low budget from what I can tell. The zooms were very janky. The sound effects, you could tell. You could tell people weren't hitting each other. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, why aren't they oh, hitting each other for real? <laughs> so at the start, this guy shot. There's zero, there's like not a wound anywhere. You, it's just like really weak fake blood. And he's just led there like, oh, uh, you haven't been shot, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> yeah, the singing was completely out of sync with the voice, like the mouth movements. So oh I enjoyed goodness. that. So here's the general plot. So to be fair, I'm not very into like the Marvel DC stuff or the superhero stuff in general. So I don't know the overall arching, like the overarching story of Superman. But I don't think there's version... much of an... Mm -hmm. I shouldn't say anything. 
<laughs> well, anyway, this one had so much lore and backstory for Superman. So this child, I didn't, I can't remember the child's name. I think it was Raja. And uh, let me say, the child in this movie had the best acting out of everyone. Oh man! I'm not even saying like everyone was crap and he was the least crap. He was actually really good. Oh wow, good for him. <laughs> so the plot, from what I could tell, this might be based on poor translation. So the kid's parents were killed by burglars. Ah, so he, like just like Batman's origin story then. Yes, yeah. So he goes to pray to the monkey god. He pretty much asks the monkey god for a rabid monkey army to kill the people who killed his parents. Well, that's a very creative way of getting revenge. Yes. Anyway, he Batman doesn't get should a take notes. Exactly. He doesn't get a response from the monkey god, so he shanks himself with a candelabra type thing. Oh my good! Like right away. <laughs> yeah, well, he's like, "You're not responding to me." And he just, he's like, "I've had enough," and then he just like stabs himself. Oh my god! Then let me tell you, Prince. He sings an absolute banger. Well, he's stabbed. Yeah, he stabs himself whilst he's singing this absolute banger of a song. Ah, his stabbing song. Completely out of sync with his face, with his face, with his, with his mouth. face. <laughs> That's and, mean. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, they're completely out of sync with his mouth, and the child had the most dead look in his eyes whilst he was like. Oh! Like, you know, this really heartfelt singing. That um, that sounded like heartfelt singing. Yeah, he didn't sound like that. He was a bit better than that. Um, Just a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyway, it then goes to, I don't know how far forward. I think he's meant to be in his 20s, but he looks like he's like 45. He looks like he's someone's dad, but he's got this like slicked back hairstyle and he dresses like he's from like 80s Miami. I've got a note here saying Superman is a stylish king who drives <laughs> like a beast. He also murders several people in cold blood because he goes to get revenge all these years later on the people who killed his parents. So one of the guys, he orders to be crushed to death by elephants. Ah! It's, that's nice. That's how you want to go. Yeah, I can't remember how he kills the other one. Oh, he also threatens to bleed people to death. So anyway, the the, the plot later on. So the <laughs> last guy... <laughs> he threatens to bleed people to death. Oh, so that's just old-timey doctors then. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, also He's helping no you. Transformation. Yeah, well, I mean, there's also no transformation sequence. He just gets out of his car and he's in his suit. He's a larger gentleman, but they put a muscle suit over it. <laughs> and it, it's not very flattering. I have to say, for a man with such such stylish looks, that was not a good choice. Just ruined it for me. That just ruined reminds me of when <laughs> they edited Captain America's head to be in a skinnier guy's body oh in goodness. Captain America because before he gets jacked up, he's like this little skinny dude, but he's skinny still boy. got the same huge head. <laughs> I have before to they that. put Captain America's head back on Captain America's body, but by which I mean, oh what's goodness. his face? Chris Evans? I don't know. So yeah, yeah his so. head is on somebody else's body and you can tell. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, that's great. Well, I haven't talked about this guy's fashion yet. So he wears flared suits with platform shoes. Oh. He's very fashionable. Like I said, he's a stylish king. He wears yellow suits. He's wearing bright pink lipstick for some reason. Good um, for him. I mean, good for him. It's just not flattering, but whatever. Man, remember it, back in great. the 80s when people would walk around in platform shoes and muscle suits? <laughs> Ah, yes. Yes, I was in the 80s, I remember. If I'd only been born one year earlier, maybe I could have seen this phenomenon. <laughs> I wasn't born mid-90s, nah. <laughs> I remember it well. But by the end of the film, he's going to look for, th I think it's the last guy. So the antagonist's son bangs Superman's sister and gets her pregnant. Oh. And then the mum's like, you should kill yourself. What? The girl. <laughs> and uh, she's like, I'll kill myself as well. And we were a bit like, oh, okay. My goodness. Uh, okay. Well, do do they? Well, the sister tries to kill herself, but Superman saves her. Oh. He's a progressive king. Ah, uh, yes. Was, he's, he's like, like do you no, like my pink lipstick? You won't get to see that if you die. <laughs> exactly. He says to his, I think it's his adoptive mother, he's like, no, we can sort this out. However, I say he's a progressive king. His way of sorting it out is by forcing the man who got her pregnant to marry her. Um, uh, so um... he flies to Hong Kong. And when I say flies, he takes a Singapore Airlines passenger plane to Hong Kong. Um... <laughs> You know, like Superman usually does. <laughs> yeah, so the night before, he flies around the world as Superman with his girlfriend love interest. And then the next day, he's like, I'm going to Hong Kong to go find this man. And he takes his Singapore Airlines plane. I mean, you never know. If you start flying above other people's countries, they might shoot you down thinking you're some strange invader. Yeah, yeah my husband made that point. He said maybe it's because of, you know, like the military no-fly zones. He might have right. to. Right. Yeah, <laughs> they, they didn't care when he was carrying around a hot babe. No, no. No, they really didn't care. But yeah, so but that's if he's that. by 
himself, he'd better watch his ass. Exactly, that's the thing. So he has a fight with this gentleman from, like, the underworld who bitch slaps him across the cave for a while. This dude was summoned by a sorceress, so he just turns around to the dude and he's like, I don't know, can you, like, just take her back to hell with you? And the guy's like, alright, and then he just goes, Oh, that's well, the fight. well, that's <laughs> how good of him. Very kind of him. Anyway, then he goes upstairs, finds the main antagonist, who's the third and last person that he needs to kill, and he pretty much just snaps his neck and that's it. Oh, well, very, very <laughs> clinical. Anyway, then he comes back with the son and forces him to marry his sister, so that's cool. Um, <laughs> hmm. Um, you know. So that was Superman. <laughs> heart of gold, that Superman. Yeah, my... <laughs> My other favourite thing in the movie was you could see in the Hong Kong scenes tourists taking pictures of the filming and stuff and they just left it in. (laughs) 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 This guy just stood there with his camera whilst they're dancing and no one cared. (laughs) Oh my god. He's just in the shot so I'm like well you know what got his big break fair enough. Uh, (laughs) So that was Indian Superman. I've only really watched one Bollywood thing and that was uh, Pride and Prejudice which was Mm. very good. I'm sure it was. Uh, It was entertaining i'll say that it kept us uh, interested for two and a half hours so you know can't say anything bad about that moving on what did you do <laughs> so since you tried a music genre oh yes before yes. i figured i'd give it a go as well there's a recurring theme of me deciding way back when that i didn't like something before mm. i even really gave it a try and that's another one of these things now which is vocaloids oh and, yes uh, yes sorry i say that i was it's very nostalgic for me as a teen teenager I had a vocaloid obsession so yeah Ah. I remember getting a Hatsune Miku bag for my (laughs) 17th birthday. I just absorbed it through osmosis because everybody else was into them around me and I did hear some of the songs. My girlfriend was into them. I saw some music videos at the time. But back then, I didn't give it a try. I was already, I had already decided when I sat down to watch it that I didn't like it and so I didn't give it a fair try until now. Went through Spotify to just go listen to some classic Vocaloids and some newer songs and stuff. So for those who don't know, Vocaloids are essentially it's digital singing it's like these characters mm. that have a specific voice box and yeah, it's uh, like a program that was built to emulate different voices i guess and like each yes. voice is attributed to a particular vocaloid. Yeah, and they all have a different range. They have different voices. So my qualm at first with this was that personally, I just prefer human singing. I love to feel other people's talent, sort of. Yeah. When someone's belting really loudly or they finish a really complicated rap sequence, it's like, it makes me impressed. And I love that. Mm. So... Mm. From the very beginning, I felt that it was kind of... It, Vocaloids, it's it's still music and people still work hard on the songs. So mm-hmm. it's not as if it's oh, not no, valid. 100%. But You know, as someone who's given production a go, I can kind of respect it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's definitely music, but I just personally enjoy human singing. I was still like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna give it a try. And so mm-hmm. I first I tried the good old Miku Hatsune. Ah, oh, queen. Basically just the face of Vocaloids. Yeah. And sometimes weaved them in general. If you don't know anything about Vocaloids, you might have seen her still. She's got blue hair and twin tails. I also just generally prefer a very sing-songy sound, like a vibrato, yeah. for example. I love a vibrato. Mm. And so when I started listening to some of the Miku songs. I, I tried old ones, I tried newer ones, and she's got a very phonetic deadpan sound, almost yes. droney in a way. Yes. And it's just because of the fact that, like, her voice is keeping the, I guess, the range exactly where it needs to be. Yeah, yeah. Perfectly, obviously, because it's a computer, but yes. it makes it very phonetic and samey yes. for me. Yeah, I know And her voice is very bright and squeaky, and there are Japanese artists who actually sound like that, but it's not what I prefer so i was like okay miku not so much for me some of the songs are cute i liked some of them but yeah she was not for me so i tried another one i wanted to try a male one and i knew about this one earlier and i mm-hmm. liked his look because he's purple and i like purple so i tried gakpo kamui and yep. he's much older so mm. worse quality i would say but yes. there was one song that i really liked which <laughs> was the first one i listened to but the only yep. reason i liked it was because his voice sounded really real 
when he was belting. Ah, right, yeah. yeah and so yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. well, <laughs> if I only like this when it sounds more human, then I might as well just listen to Maybe a human. Maybe it's not your thing, yeah, that, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I remember as a teenager, I really loved Vocaloid. I just found several songs with my friends and we were like, yeah, yeah, Vocaloid. But yeah, now when I listen to those kinds of songs as an adult, it's not, like, I guess my tastes have just changed. I do like some of the computer-generated mm. voice stuff. Me too. Um, but not not so much the Vocaloid stuff I anymore. I think what but, I know. prefer more is humans trying to emulate a computer-generated sound. <laughs> yeah. Rather than the other way around. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There is an artist sense. I listen to, I think their name is Mealy, and okay. they sound like a Vocaloid, but they're human, wow. so it sounds a little better. <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, no shade absolutely on Vocaloids. No. Like I said, you know, everybody has their different preferences. And if you're into the computer generated stuff, then this is like, you've got a, an entire smorgasbord of so much stuff. Oh, yeah. I still tried another character and I just kind of looked for the ones that I recognized. So I tried Luca. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Luca yes. Megarina, and again, still okay. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it's they've all got a particular sort of sound, all of them, haven't they? Yeah, because the I figured Cause I'd a- try once with a more deeper sound, like less yeah. squeaky. But yeah, because it was very much, there were so many songs to pick from, so I just kind of went through mm. them and went through them. And it was kind of, sometimes I would find one I liked. But it was, yeah. they were few and far between for me. Yeah. So I think the appeal is more in the characters than in the music videos. I think so, yeah, Definitely. And I think if I had a character, let's say, let's say I made a Vocaloid, mm. then I would obviously be very invested in that one. I have a friend yeah. who made their own mm. and used, I think, their own voice for the Ooh. voice box thing, recording mm. their voice to do the different sort of phonetic sounds. And that's really cool. Yeah. I just think the concept is really cool. Just don't yeah, like I mean, most of the yeah. songs. <laughs> well, I listened to a song a while ago. I can't remember who made it. The song was called Full Bodied and an artist, I think I was following on Twitter made a music video for it and it was very impressive I didn't actually realise it was a computer generated voice until Mm. afterwards. I can't remember the name of the person who did the voice or what the Vocaloid type thing was even called but I'm maybe just kind of as things progress they are getting more human-like, I guess. Yes, definitely. The newer ones do sound way more polished. Yes, yeah. I mean, like I said, I didn't even know it was a computer-generated voice until I did some research. (laughs) Right. And and I was like, wow, okay, cool. You know, that's really good. So, I mean, at the end of the day, most of the famous Vocaloid songs as well are from back in the day, I guess. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) The ones that are that were really viral and that everybody danced to and knew the lore. And so, the ones that I mentioned, they were all around when I was yes. a teenager so they yes. were the ones that I wanted to look at and they're the ones that were popular I guess you know when it was all such a big thing absolutely but I, and I didn't write the last one down but I did try and a newer one that was not around at the time but it was again it just didn't click with me I yeah. like to feel human touch yeah yeah a <laughs> bit of a, I, like I said I want to be impressed with like oh wow they, yeah. they this person yeah. held this key for a really long time or mm. things that are considered difficult which a computer can just do oh yeah 100 i mean i guess it's easier to relate to the music when there's another person on the other side of it as opposed to yeah you know okay i, I mean it's different for everyone yes it can still have a very good sound but i yeah. felt that these songs in particular weren't hitting it for me there might be some out there that i didn't try that would be my type of sound but these different vocaloid just... songs yeah the, these <laughs> just weren't that's fine. Um, but yeah that's that's what i did and it wasn't a horrible time or anything it was mostly oh, just like no. okay well Mm-hmm. This one was okay. This one was okay. So I didn't hate any of it. It was mostly just like, all right, well, I don't even really remember them right now because it was no. just okay. They were fine. But I used to say I hated them. So yeah. it's a step yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, you kind of stepped out of the comfort zone with it and I, tried it. I think I just <laughs> said that because it was popular and I was a Oh, dumbass. yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I did the same sort of thing. Not with Vocaloid. I was a, I was unashamedly <laughs> a fan of Vocaloid. But, well, I um, was a yeah. metal kid, so I was especially uh, like... Yeah. Oh, I don't like this cutesy wootsy and it's like Yeah, yeah. <sighs> no, it's like we start Hatsuna <laughs> Oh, I love Miku. I just don't listen to her music. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we love a queen. That's me with some real singers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's get some news in our bodies. Okay. Rivet's news corner. Bird of the Year controversy after contest is won by a bat. <laughs> um, 
this year's Bird of the Year competition saw an unlikely winner capture voters' hearts. The inclusion of a bat has proven to be a controversial choice, but a success for those pushing to get more attention for the mammal in serious trouble. So I presume it was done to raise awareness of this species that is, I presume, going extinct or is in Mm. danger. However, the reason I find this article quite funny is because I used to listen to a daily news, like radio show from New Zealand. My mum's from there, so before I went there, I wanted to learn a bit more. (laughs) One article that I remembered was in 2019, there was controversy again. The competition faced accusations of vote rigging after an influx of votes from Russia were detected. (laughs) (laughs) So I can't remember what bird won, but there was a massive uproar about it. Oh my God. It's like, no, this isn't right. Are the, are the Russians infiltrating these votes? <laughs> yeah. Apparently they were verified and counted, but um, a lot, apparently there was like Russian interference. Russian interference with bird voting? With bird of the year in New Zealand, yeah. Oh my so, God. <laughs> so in this instance in particular, Mr. Pekka Pekka Turoa, also known as the long-tailed bat, is one of only a few land mammals native to New Zealand and is best known for its small size. Controversially, conservationist groups Group, Forest and Bird decided to include it in the contest and it went on to win with a comfortable 3,000 vote lead. So My goodness. I mean, I would have voted for it. I would have Especially voted for when, it you more. know, I mean, it's kind of, if there is only birds and then this one standalone, yes. people will tend to go for the standalone because they're... I mean, I would because I'd be like... <laughs> that's not a bird yeah they're kind of you know amused by the fact that there's a completely different animal in this lineup of birds yeah this actually reminded me it reminded me of two things first of all the charlie chaplin lookalike contest where charlie chaplin didn't win yes yes (laughs) and also there was this dog show this reality tv dog show whatever that i was watching and it was mostly about people training their dogs but Mm. i think at the end of it they were also bringing them to dog shows but there was one person in that program who had a raccoon oh my goodness and they (laughs) yeah they just got to be in the show and they got to bring it to the dog show as a dog but it's a raccoon but it was doing all of the things that the dogs were doing (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's so funny i want to see that now yeah god i don't even remember what (laughs) i think it was kind of like the reality tv shows like ink master and project runway but it was about training dogs oh i I'd like to watch that. Even that has drama for some reason, but... Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently people were likening the bat's inclusion to Australia's participation in the Eurovision Song Contest. Oh my um, god! <laughs> That's not I fair! Can... <laughs> No. They didn't have to cover their throat. The lady who runs it said it wouldn't be Bird of the Year without some scandal, so we never know what will happen. Real, really? Is that <laughs> common with Bird of the Year? Well, like I said, a couple of years ago, they had the Russian voting scandal. I just, so. oh, man, my mind is kind of blown today. You think you've got it rough, but then yeah. Bird of the Year has controversy yeah. often. I mean, I get it from the perspective that they are trying to raise awareness for this bat, but it's quite funny, and especially because they've had controversy before that's what drew me to this story because i knew that they'd had controversy before and i just looked at it and i thought what is it this time what have they done this time (laughs) what's the scandal with bird of the year this time yeah so last year's winner the kakapo that went down to second place people were not happy it's a cute bat with all of that out of the way, I will bring this round with my random facts. Yes. So I've been sitting on this one for a while. Today I learned a waitress was tipped a lottery ticket and won $10 million. Holy. Ooh. She was then sued <laughs> by her colleagues for their share. Then she was sued by the man who tipped her the ticket. Oh my goodness. Then she was kidnapped by her ex-husband <gasps> and she shot him in the chest. Queen. And then she went to court against the IRS. Oh my goodness. So what happened at the end of it? <laughs> her name is Tonda Dickerson. And Great. yeah, she elected to take $375,000 over 30 years rather yeah. than the lump sum. These uh, four co-workers... They took her to court. They'd also received lottery tickets as tips and testified that they had planned to share the winnings. And then some regulars at the diner testified that Dickerson told them of the deal, etc. And so... Yeah, but if there's no written proof, then surely, exactly, like, like legally, she... <laughs> there's, they have no ground. Yeah. She turned on a settlement offer that would have given her $3 million, and then she just left the court without comment. <laughs> Fair enough. And there's more. She appealed to uh, the Supreme Court ruling that any agreement with the waitresses was unenforceable because it was founded on gambling consideration. 
And of course, that type of gambling is legal in Alabama. Yeah. So (laughs) not even the whole thing about writing it down, just making it like, no, it's illegal. We can't do that. And so then nearly three years after the ticket was claimed, a judge threw out a suit brought against her by the guy who gave her the ticket, who claimed there was also an agreement to buy him a new truck if the ticket was the winner. Did she buy him a truck? No. (laughs) (laughs) The same week that he was denied by a judge, Dickerson's ex-husband was shot after trying to kidnap her so oh my so during the kidnapping apparently her cell Please. phone rang but her ex his name is martin he oh, uh, that's my dad's name that's yeah. my father-in-law's name oh no <laughs> martin why <laughs> He refused to let her answer it and threatening to kill her if she did. But then later she pledged with him to let her go. And during her pleadings, her phone rang a second time. She asked him to let her answer it, saying that if she didn't, they would start looking for her. And so Mm. when Martin agreed to let her answer it, Dickerson reached in her purse and pulled out a 22 caliber handgun. He lunged towards her and she shot him, hitting (gasps) him in the right side of the chest. She currently works as a poker dealer at the Golden Nugget (laughs) Casino in Biloxi. What happened to all the money? I mean, she's probably set. It doesn't seem like anybody else is getting that money. Did she want to just go back to work? or? or... I guess that's true. I guess she just wanted to work at, at a casino. Fair enough, <laughs> Did, I, I didn't say anything about the way she spent it. Well, that's that's At least not in my notes. I believe in the article that she may have yeah. given some of it to family or something like that. But Fair enough. she's probably pretty set. That's the trouble, though, isn't it? When that kind of thing happens, as soon as they realize that you've got all that money, then people yeah. are suddenly going to come out the woodwork. The wolves come out. Either they try to get on your good side or they try to straight up sue you. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Goodness gracious. I mean, to be fair, the man who asked for a truck, I don't feel like he was asking for too much. (laughs) Honestly, yeah. I feel like, but he shouldn't have taken her to court over it. No, no, probably not. But she could have afforded to buy him a truck. He's the reason she got rich. Like, the waitress is okay, whatever. If they didn't agree on it, then yeah, maybe he's wrong. But if they did agree on it and all he wanted was a truck, then I... I just think it was really resourceful and badass of her to just... Oh, yeah. Say, I'm gonna answer my phone and then pull out a gun. Did she kill him? I don't think he died. But let's just say that things worked out for good old Dickerson. (laughs) Oh, goodness. What a strong queen. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Honestly, if you give someone a lottery ticket as a tip, sure, they they could afford to buy you a truck if they win, but you shouldn't get mad at them because you got them the freaking ticket. Why would you buy someone a lottery ticket without thinking that it might happen? You buy them a ticket because you want them to win. That's the present. That's the gift. And then they win and and you're like, what? (laughs) Yeah, it's because people think that, oh, well, it could have gone to me. But it wouldn't because you wouldn't have bought the ticket unless you were giving it as a tip. You only bought it because you wanted to give it as a tip. So you would never have bought it for yourself anyway. So it was never going to be yours. It's it's just so dumb. I'd be kicking myself, but I wouldn't take it to court. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm a dumbass. You can't help but but think like, oh, well, I (laughs) I bought the ticket. And if I had bought it for myself, I would have been rich. But... Yeah. That situation wasn't going to happen anyway, so... No, no, no point. but well, I think there's much to learn from stories like these, such as don't start deciding uh, amongst yourself h- how much money you're going to give to each other if you get rich. Or if you do, write it down. Get a contract. Yeah, get a contract. <laughs> get a contract every time you give a lottery ticket to someone for their birthday. Well, because otherwise, just because someone says, oh yeah, I'm going to share the money, you know, when they actually get that money, what, why would they if you don't have it, like... In a contract. I mean, thing, I okay. <laughs> well, honestly, I would though. <laughs> I would because I, I'm afraid of what other people think. Um. <laughs> yeah, pretty much same. But also, I just want every time I see all these crowd funds and I see people are being oh, kicked yeah, out of their 100%. homes, I want to just yeah. be able to see those posts and go, "Oh yeah, I oh, can help." Oh, in that sense, in that sense, I was talking about like if you were sat with your colleagues and you were just like, "Oh, oh no, yeah, fuck I them." Want... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I fully agree with you on that. I'm not like <laughs> I'm not giving them anything. Yeah, no, be, <laughs> yeah. No, I would love to do the same thing. You know, just be able to help <laughs> someone and just pay for everything. Who's someone who really needs it? But no, yeah, no, no, no. That's what I'm saying is if you're gonna like share it with your colleagues, that it's like get it. You know. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, who would do that? I mean, as much yeah. as like I just wouldn't agree to it in the first place. As, mu- exactly, <laughs> as much as I back when I used to have colleagues, as much as I liked the presence of some of them. Why the hell would I do that? I know. Yeah. I've got Even friends, a- <laughs> you know, I got friends, I yeah. got family. I, my colleagues would be very much on like the beneath the top five. 
Why, oh, why, mean, who yeah. would go to them first? You. I mean, at my old job, there's one, maybe two people I would share it with, but otherwise, nah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it would be people who are already friends with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. These... <laughs> <laughs> but I think they were mostly just talking about it because they thought it was never going to happen. It was probably, yeah. uh, oh, what if we win? Then we should do this. Yeah. That, wouldn't this be cool? And then it happens and they're like, don't you remember when you said, wouldn't this be cool? You, you, you said, <laughs> it would be really cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> uh, well, she she tried something new in that she uh, got to go to court a lot of times for. <laughs> she got to try being kidnapped. All right, let's I'm bring a- this back around. I think the moral of the story: don't tip people lottery tickets unless you're prepared for them to win. <laughs> yeah, or just buy yourself lottery tickets. Yeah, just buy them for yourself. Exactly. Just yeah. do what you want. Thank you for coming back. Yes. <laughs> it's been a while, I know. If you guys have any cool experiences that you want to share or you want us to talk about, then send us an email. Slide into our DMs. Just, Please talk just to do us. do it. Uh, <laughs> go make some memories. Yes, do that. <laughs>